to you, EBO? He's the gun writer, chief editor, Second Amendment Foundation, decorated cop to Lee Williams is on the live line. We're going to talk about Biden's ghost gun ban and the appearance of the Supreme Court upholding of his, well, ideas. Hi, Lee. Hey, how are you? I'm okay. How are you doing? I couldn't be better. Yeah, this, uh, there's a lot of misinformation out about this. Yep. First of all, I don't, I don't call them ghost guns. Uh, that's a term made up by Joe and the, the lamestream media. Uh, they're homemade firearms, quite frankly. And Americans have been making firearms in their homes since before there was a United States of America. Right, right. Well, uh, and I mean, there are some things that are off limits. Like you can't, you can't alter an existing firearm to turn it into an automatic weapon, stuff like that. People go to jail for that. Correct. You can't alter a serial number. You can't cut down the barrel of a shotgun below 18 inches or a rifle below 16 inches. Certain things you kind of can't do. These, these firearms, these homemade gun kits, are actually kind of fun. Uh, I put two together. They sent them to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, they take a little bit of work. It took me three hours on the first one and two hours to put the second one together. They're Glock clones. They're reliable. They're fun. I had a hell of a good time putting them together. It was it was neat. They do not come with a serial number because when you buy them, they are not a firearm. Thus, they require no serial number. So all this craze about ghost guns, yeah, there's a few that have been made at home. But what they're also including and not telling you are factory-made firearms that have had their serial numbers removed or altered by bad guys, which is a federal felony. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the rise of these serialless, serial numberless firearms, a lot of them are those that have been altered by criminals. But yeah, uh, Joe wants to shut down the whole homemade firearm industry uh, because he thinks he's the judge, jury, and executioner, and emperor. He put out a couple of uh, imperial fiats, uh, making them illegal. The, the firearms community sued him in I don't know how many different districts or, or uh, circuits or jurisdictions. We have a couple of judges that issued a stay on enforcement that would prevent the ATF from enforcing the laws that they made up. Then the Supreme Court said no. They overturned that stay so they can enforce them. doesn't matter. It's a temporary setback at some point. Uh, we will win this case because, quite frankly, in most free states, it, there's nothing illegal about it. I mean, I remember when I was like 13, I ordered a flintlock kit through the mail, Navy Arms, and put that together. That uh, was challenging at that age, but fun. Uh, mm-hmm. And it's kind of a neat hobby. And a lot of people are really into it, too. Yeah. And they're, they're turning this into a crime by calling them ghost guns or... You know, we caught the ATF red-handed, inflating numbers of their ghost guns, uh, and, and Congress has caught them, too. So I don't think they're a problem, period, because I don't think the your typical gangbanger who's causing most of the crime is going to get the drill press and the, and the, the 400 grit sandpaper and put the time in making them. The bad guys are getting guns the old-fashioned way. They're stealing them. Right, and uh, Biden tries to make it sound like these ghost guns are what criminals are getting a hold of, and that they're running yeah. rampant across the country. They're not even that common. No, no, and like I said, there there very few criminal criminals who are sitting around in their criminal layers deciding to you know we need to get into the, the firearm manufacturing business. No, they go out and they steal them, or they buy them on the black market. Um, they're fun. It's a celebration of the Second Amendment. 
and I thoroughly enjoyed the, the polymer 80s that I put together. I'm pretty sure I could not put one together, but I'd sure love to watch it be done. Because oh, you could. You could, because there's a lot of videos on YouTube that'll help you through it, and okay. the, the equipment you need is minimal. Yeah, and I mean, if they work exactly like an actual gun... I think that might be the answer to the skyrocketing prices and stuff like that. No offense to gun shops, because obviously <laughs> I can't build one myself, so I'm always going to go to a gun shop. But, I mean, if you're a rural kid looking for something to do, keep you out of mischief, you got something to go oh, target yeah. shooting or maybe hunting small animals or whatever it is you want to do, there's nothing wrong with that. No, and, and it, they're incredibly fun. So I don't think this is going to go anywhere, because Joe... Uh, got the ATF in trouble with courts all over the country by telling them, you know, to crack down on guns. And the ATF's problem is they want to write the law and enforce the law. And that's Congress's job to write the law. So they're calling it rules. And every rule that they've come up with and they've gone out and tried to enforce, we've hit them on legally and they've lost it. Bump stocks, pistol braces, binary triggers, you name it. Uh, they have a history of failure there. Well, because they try to scare people. They they, they get all yeah. their liberal freak, freak out people on the media to start talking this up and make it sound like there's this rampant issue with ghost guns when they're not even talking about the same kind of gun. But what's going to happen to people like you, Lee, if, if they make these illegal and you've got your your guns that you manufactured yourself through a kit similar to that model train or that model car? that you put together when you were a kid and it took forever to paint. You kind of got a headache from the yeah. polyurethane. Um, yeah. But, you know, what's going to happen to you all? Come and get them. Give Literally. it a try, huh? <laughs> Come and get them. Yeah, I, I, I'm not too concerned about that, thankfully. Um, I don't think we're there yet. Although, you know, we have never seen an administration that has been so anti-gun. You know, Joe's got a head full of mush he doesn't know what he's doing, but the right. people that are running his... His anti-gun efforts certainly do. Susan Rice was one of them. She was leading it for a while. Yeah. And now they have the White House office there, the anti-gun office, which my taxpayers' uh, dollars are paying for. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, you know, with Bruin, the recent Supreme Court decision, it's pretty strong. Um, it's just a matter of getting these lower courts to enforce it. And the Supreme Court said yesterday they took issue with New York uh, and some of their post-Bruin tantrum laws. So we're on the winning team. Unfortunately, these these blue states, they're passing these post-Bruin tantrum laws like it's cool. And then it, therefore, it takes our money and our time to get them off the books. We need to keep fighting for the shall not be infringed part of that law because yeah. they keep creeping up on it and coming up with things that they, they change down is up and up is down in what they're saying. So they confuse people and people are like, well, I don't think anybody really needs to be sawing off shotguns or taking serial numbers off of guns. And so they vote for it. And that's not even what we're talking about. No, you're absolutely right. I mean, these are these are kits, man. This yep. is a good time. And uh, like I said, we caught the ATF inflating the numbers on how many were used in, in commission of crimes. I went to a couple of C, uh, CLEOs, chief law enforcement officers I know, a chief of police and a sheriff. And I said, how many ghost guns have you guys recovered? And the sheriff friend of mine here in Florida detailed a couple of lieutenants to go through his entire property room. And you know how many ghost guns they had? None. None. Yeah. None had ever been recovered. So uh, it's a pretty big county. Uh, if they if they were as problematic as Joe and his acolytes say, he would have had a few.
Not he didn't have any. I think Obama's kind of running the show here. I mean, he's yeah. he's no longer president, but he sure does have a heavy hand and a voice playing in Joe's head like a like in a fictional movie. <laughs> but uh, you know, I just I wonder what's next because they do this. They ask for an inch, they take a mile. They've done that with everything that's on the liberal agenda, and then we yeah. sit here and wonder how it happened and how we missed it. But this is how it happens. There's no appeasing them. Okay, that it, it, it makes about as much sense as trying to appease Iran. Mm-hmm. You, yeah. give them, you give them an inch, they will still take a mile. I, I mean it. They'll never be happy until they've reached their goal, which is total civilian disarmament. Yeah, and then they'll hang you after you after you give up your stuff anyway, so you might as well fight. Um, so our assault weapons next then, I know that they hold up squirt guns and talk about how <laughs> something like this should not be allowed on the street. I'm like, well, dude, that's a squirt gun. We're seeing, uh, unfortunately, we're seeing them going after some high-profile individuals in the gun community. And they just they just took down Larry Vickers, who is a, a Delta Force combat veteran. He's a, probably the best firearms industry consultant in the world, tactical instructor. He's got a YouTube channel with more than a million followers. They just took him down, and he ended up pleading guilty to a uh, two-count federal indictment accusing him of uh, illegally importing machine guns and violating sanctions against a Russian arms manufacturer, which we debunked. So, yeah, they're, they're, they're in the example stage. Let's make examples out of these people. I mean, he, Larry, who uh, had a valorous military career as a special operator, including a hostage rescue, a successful hostage rescue in Panama, where he and his team pulled a CIA operative out of a Panamanian jail, and and all of them got chopped up by uh, pissed-off Panamanians during it. I mean, he's looking at 25 years in prison right now. So this seems so to be the new tactic um, that, from upsetting. the gun ban industry. That's upsetting a lot. It is. It is. I wrote a couple stories about it. Uh, I mean, Larry, is to the ta- he's the godfather of the tactical shooting uh, movement. And the tactical shooting is... The, be- the biggest thing to hit the firearms industry since the invention of smokeless powder. And it's so and important just, for you to know how to do this kind of stuff, to yeah. have to roll and shoot at a target and run and yeah. sh- and figure out what's good, what's bad, what to shoot at. That's It's so important. Um, you're a, I've got three minutes left, and as a decorated cop, I mean, you must be just shaking your head at this because I don't know too many cops who want to enforce these laws. No, and, and that's always the bottom line. I mean, yeah, you'll find some in some big cities and some blue states. But, you know, the, the, the real street cops, the police officers and sheriff's deputies that I know, there's no way in hell they're going to be enforcing federal firearms laws. I mean, you've got a lot of sheriffs here in Florida and throughout the South, and especially throughout the West, who are not going to enforce federal firearms laws. They're a huge Second Amendment advocates. Hell, the, every sheriff in Washington uh, about a year ago signed a letter that they sent in saying that they are not going to enforce federal firearms laws. So good luck, you know, uh, trying to get folks to go door to door if mm-hmm. that ever comes yeah. to it. Well, where do people go to read more uh, with your gun writer stuff and with your Second Amendment Foundation stuff? They can go to saf.org, that's secondamendmentfoundation.org, but everything I write is at thegunwriter.substack.com. Everybody, go go read up on this stuff because Washington, I don't, I don't want you all to die of shock this morning, but Washington is lying to you about the ghost gun problem, and the Supreme Court appears to not know that much about it either, because they've kind of given him a win on this one, but it ain't over yet. 
No, no, we're we're just starting to fight. Keep the keep keep up the good fight, Lee. I'll have you back anytime. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you, Lee. You're welcome. Bye bye.